This morning's subject matter is October rest 2023, and we're going to be talking specifically about the rat race versus resting in the Lord. Of course, Joe will be our rat. Hey, everybody give it up for Joe. And then Scott, he's going to be resting, and uh, we're all going to work at being more like Scott and a little less like Joe, a little less like the rat, a little more like rest, okay? And so... Sorry, guys, it's not personal. It's uh, just an illustration. Let's just let it roll off, roll off, keep going with it. And so our opening text is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 through verse 27. It says, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives a prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. He's, he's drawing our attention uh, to uh, a very important subject matter. He says that everyone's running. Everyone's going somewhere, doing something. And so are you aware of this? Are you observant enough to pay attention that in the course of life, people are going to and fro? And they're doing that, you know, for various reasons. But he says, I want you through your through the knowledge that, that people are running to run differently than the way the world is running. And then he goes on and he says, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. So the, the second point is he's saying that everyone who's running, everyone who's striving, everyone who's, who's living their life is desiring something from their race. And some people are looking for uh, something that's perishable. I mean, you know, they're looking for for wealth or, or prestige or, or recognition. And, and others are doing it for the glory of God. He says, so I want you to pay attention, watch humanity, and then learn some lessons from your observations. And then sort of assess your motives and your intent and why you do what you do. Because everybody's doing something, each and every one of us are moving, we're in motion, we're running, and the race that's set before us is, is a good race for a Christian, but you don't want it to turn into a rat race. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want to get off the path that God has for you and get onto another one that would not be profitable. And then verse 26, therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight not as one who beats there, he's saying, you know, that, that there's a specific way that I, I am an intentional way in which I'm running. I'm not, I'm not just going through the motions. I'm not shadow boxing. I'm, I'm actually in motion. He says, but I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. And God bless the reading of his word. Amen. You can see the definition in your handout of the rat race. And so to get us going, Joe, why don't you go ahead and just start jogging. Just uh, just right where you're at. And, and I promise this won't be a very long message. But Joe is going to be jogging and running for the remainder of the time that I talk. And so right now he's 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 beseeching the Lord to have mercy have mercy on him. And so, and, uh, and, and Scott, Scott, you're just a cool Joe. You're just sort of at a nice, easy rhythm and he's walking. And, and so Joe's running and, and he's on the treadmill and, you know, a rat on a treadmill or a guinea on a treadmill, just the wheels going round and round and round. He's not really, really making much progress or going anywhere. And, 
And Scott, he's just sort of laid back and easy going and just taking it as it comes and enjoying the journey. He's smelling the roses along the path. And those are beautiful roses. And, and, and the scenery is great. And Joe, he's, he's in such a hurry, he can't see anything. All he sees before him, right, is when am I going to get off this treadmill? I don't like this treadmill. This treadmill is just wearing me down. It's tiring. It's exhausting. And he's thinking to himself, I wake up every morning and I just wake up for this one idea. I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. And then it's, oh man, the daily grind and the rat race and the competition and just being, you know, so fiercely competitive in this Western world. And Scott's like, you know, hey, how you doing? What's going on? I mean, he's in a completely different state of mind. And I think this is something that is our, is, is a landing point, your state of mind. How you view your life, how, how you're viewing what's going on in the world and, and how you're behaving because of that. Scripture says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. And this is a humble mind and a, a servant's mind. And, and Joe, you're just running and you're just almost exhausted. But you're not. You're not because the more you get, the more you want. See, that's part of the problem with the rat race is that the eye of man is never satisfied. So you consume, 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 consume. And you consume so much that you you convince yourself, if you're in the rat race, that, that I need a bigger house. And no, I need a barn. No, I need a bigger barn. No, I need more storage space to, st- to store all my stuff. And then one of these days, when the rat race is over and you just get off the wheel and you collapse because you're exhausted, that's right, then someone... <laughs> Someone has to go and end up cleaning out all, all of your storage and all your house and, and all your belongings. And, and what do you have to show for all the labor that you've done under the sun? You're exhausted. There's not much. I mean, you chase the sun from the rising to the setting of the same, and it ended up being what? Vanity. And you come to the wrong conclusions because your mind wasn't fixed on things that were above. Your mind was fixed on earthly things, on temporal things. And, and because of that, you felt the more you gain, the more you get, the bigger you are, the more important you are, and the more people will remember you. And we lose track that that is not the Christian life. The Christian life is to impact people for the glory of God, to have influence and to be a, a restful and a calm presence in their life. And, and we shouldn't show up and, and all of a sudden they get worked up and, and feel dirty and condemned and judged. But if we're living in rhythm and staying in step with the Lord, we're a, we're a breath of fresh air. We're a, a glass of cold water on a hot day. We're, we're someone that they can begin to feel safe around and confide in. And, and pretty soon the quality of our life is not based on the stuff that we get but the people that we impact for Jesus. And, 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 and Joe has to get back up every single day and get back on the treadmill. Come on, Joe, you can do it. And I mean, just give it the best you got. And I'm still talking, so you're still running. And, and just keep going, keep going. And I know you're going to get weary. You're going to get so exhausted. And Scripture said you can grow weary in doing good, even if you're, a, you're doing it for, you know, I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it for my future. Let me share a truth with you. The way you live your life from the 30s to the 60s is the way you enter into retirement. If this is the pace of your life, when you retire, you don't know how to rest. 
You don't know how to just relax. You are so wound up all the time that you end up going and going and going and going and going and going and going. Whereas if you live in a more, you know, reasonable tempo, if you live in a pace that's sustainable, pretty soon when you retire, then you are not always feeling like, well, my value is in over here, going, 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 doing, doing, doing. Your value is in being and being and being. I'm a good human being because of Jesus. So this is where, this is where, let's just take a minute and look at our, our handout. The first, running the rat race, right? Running at an unsustainable pace first, staying in step with him which is sustainable. He said, follow me in this, in this way, Scott over. Yeah. You're just following Jesus. Just going. You're going, I guess he's going this way and that way. And you're just going along with him. Good job. I know just easy going. And, and, and Joe's just sort of chasing his shadow. How many, of you know, you never catch your shadow, that rascally shadow. It's just longer than you are. Boy, you're just chasing it, chasing it, chasing it. And just trying to grab it. And the shadow has no substance. But aren't you glad your faith and your Savior have substance? When you grab a hold of Jesus and he grabs a hold of you, wow, your life takes on a completely different dynamic. What a blessing that is. And then the second one is relying on our own strength or abilities or reliance on his completed work. The reason that, that, that Scott can rest or we can rest in the Lord is because he said what? It is, help me out. Finished. Say that finished part with me. It is finished. It's finished. If it's finished, it's finished. So we don't have to add to it. We have to learn to rely upon it. We don't have to add to it. We have to learn to rely upon it. This is where we're striving to enter into the rest. This is what Hebrews chapter 4 is all about. Ceasing from your labors, enter into his work. Well, it seems more reasonable. Joe, you're doing great. I mean, but you're still on the treadmill and you're no better for being on it. You can say, yeah, but look at all that I've gained. But I'm going to say all that you've gained doesn't go with you. It stays. It remains. And, and yeah, I mean, Libby's going to love it. And, and, and probably in all factual and, and actuality, I mean, Sarah's probably going to outlive you. So, I mean, and she may even get married a second time. And yeah, I know all of those things. But, but right now, I mean, you're just so you're going so much. It's so worked up. I mean, you know, uh, pretty soon. I mean, something could happen. I mean, you could pop an artery. I mean, you could blow a leg off or something, you know. Yeah, I mean, any number of things. Right now, you could strangle pastor. And so there's a lot of different things that could be happening when you're on here. What does all of that mean is my mind is not healthy. It's just completely focused on the here and now. And if I don't get the here and now, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, it's just exhausting. And Joe, I'm just about done, but you can't be done because you're still on that treadmill. You just have to keep going. So decisions that produce regrets. This is the third point and resentment. Oh, my goodness. What a horrible way. At the end of your life, you look back and all you have is is this this regret and resentment. Or you can have decisions that produce peace. That produce peace. I've given you some supplementary um, scriptures there. But I want to encourage us as we enter into October rest, let's enter into the rest of the Lord. Let's enter into the work of the Lord. Let's do it in a way that our rhythm is sustainable. The quality of our life is, is better. And at the end, we're following peace and we're not frustrated and we don't have a bunch of regrets and resentment. 
So as Christians, if, if you've ever, you know, gone from this path over here of resting to over on this path of a rat race, could I get a witness? Yeah, this is the path of the flesh, not of faith, and the flesh profits nothing. This is the path where there's rewards. This can be fulfilling for a season, but this is beneficial for eternity. Let's not trade. This is gold. This is brass. Let's not exchange the two. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that it encouraged or inspired you to God's best. If you have any questions about today's message, need prayer, or would like to learn more about Living Word Fellowship, please call 641-828-7119 or visit us at lwfknoxville.com.